right, we are back, and standing by to join us is my next guest, Deepak Singh, and we're going to talk about his latest book, How May I Help You? I enjoyed your book so much. Could you tell the listeners a little bit about it? Yes, my book is about my first two years on the retail sales floor when I came to America as a fresh off the plane or fresh off the boat and learning about American mowers and uh, culture and selling electronics to Americans in Virginia with a different accent and uh, just uh, my first impressions of the United States. What made you decide to come here? Uh, I married a woman from Pennsylvania in my hometown in India. Were you a little apprehensive to come, or she just said, you know, everything will be fine, we'll figure it out? Well, she was the one who said, everything will not be fine, you should stay back, because <laughs> I had a good job. Oh, and right. uh, she was going to school here, she was like, you know, keep, keep, keep at your job, and I can come and join you there. But I didn't listen to her, and I came here anyway. And could you, without giving the book away, could you talk a little bit about some of the things you experienced, because it was incredible. Well, a lot of things. Uh, where do I start? Uh, the first thing was to be able to like come here and work on um, retail and sell stuff, electronics, like right. things like uh, radar detectors, shower radio, and stuff that I didn't know existed. And not only that you're selling it to people, but selling in a different country with people who speak English differently with an extra syllable in every word. Yes. And uh, so that was quite daunting. And I got to learn about that. And slowly I learned about my colleagues who were working on the sales floor with me and who were struggling to make ends meet with the minimum wage. They had to pay child care, health care, mortgage, you know, child support and everything by just making uh, 7 or $8 an hour. That was quite shocking to me. I didn't expect Americans to be poor in the world's richest country. Right. Oh, no, there's tremendous poverty. Yeah. So some of the things that were shocking, obviously, was, was, you know, poverty, and what else was a huge, huge surprise to you? What else was a huge surprise? Yeah. Uh, mostly this, uh, just uh, people, like, asking me to lend them $5, $10 so they can eat. And I didn't know that people in America were that poor they couldn't afford to buy lunch. Right. And... Uh, I thought, you know, everybody drove uh, Audi and Cadillacs and BMWs here, but that was not the case. People had to have a car because they had to get to work, you know, not because they could afford the car, but they couldn't afford the car mm -hmm. to come to work. And uh, right. that was a big difference and what I had known in India about America. And several things. I mean, uh, it's right. a big book, 300-pages book. I can't tell everything. No, and, no, no. Yeah. So... My theme of my show is get the funk out. We all go through these ups and downs, and I'm always fascinated with how people continue to move forward and stay positive when things are so daunting. I mean, how did you keep your head up? How did you decide not to go back to India? What made you just continue to move forward and move on? But it wasn't an option because I, it was my decision to come here, my decision to marry the woman I wanted to marry, and mm -hmm. uh, I just didn't want to quit, although it was very hard. And uh, I thought, you know what, I had a good job in India, good education. I mean, not, that's not the case anymore, but I have this now, and I have to do well and make sure that I don't get fired and just excel at it. So I just uh, learned the way ways of sales and retail from my boss and uh, continued and worked hard and showed up on time and just learned, you know, just not, not quitting. Not quitting is the way to do it. I, mm -hmm. I, I could have quit any time, but I didn't. And I stayed there and uh, learned stuff and people appreciate stuff and you're working hard and you're trying, at least you're trying. You may not be the best at your job, but you, at least you're trying and just uh, that, like, just know you'll get past the rough patches in your life and yes. m move ahead. Yeah. There were so many different things that 
you know, were not even something you considered, like human trafficking or, you know, just all the things we have here, poverty and str so many struggles. It must have been huge, huge, rude awakening. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any um, experience with uh, human trafficking here. I, I just worked in retail, and that was my life. I sold electronics on a daily basis, eight hours a day, five mm -hmm. days a week. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I know, and that's what I wrote about in the book. What would you like people to take away from the book? Well, people, first of all, people should know that uh, people who work in retail, it's, it's not easy. You know, you, you may have a lot of things going on in your life, but you have to show up at work and put on a smile on your face and treat every customer in a positive way and a greet, greet them in a very happy mood, no matter how, how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. So be nice to the salesperson next time you walk into a retail store. That's the first thing. Second, uh, immigrants, like immigrants, not all immigrants are same. You cannot paint every single immigrant with the same brush. Mm -hmm. Everyone has... Uh, has their own battles, their own stories. They come from various countries. They come to America with looking for better things, but they also give up a lot. They also sacrifice a lot in their family, their culture, and a lot of things. So, you know, every single person you see may may have their own story to tell. Yes, yes. Where have things gone for you as far as, you know, what you're doing now? Do you want to share? You know, yes. Your career? Go ahead. I do want to share. Yeah. Um so I was in retail for two years, worked there, but I was before I got into retail and before I came to America, I was a journalist for BBC World Service. I was producing radio shows, so that's what I do now. I work as a freelance free writer. I produce radio stories, uh, essays, and commentaries for PR as a world. And I also write for NPR once in a while. I've written for magazines like New York Times, and I'm a full-time writer. I have two books. This is my second book, that I, the one that I'm talking about right now. So I'm a full-time writer, and I'm doing well. You know, that's really incredible when you think back to where you started from when you first landed here to mm -hmm. what you're doing now. Yep. Congratulations, because that's a so massive much. accomplishment that most people can't even achieve. Yeah. So, incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. Where can people find out more about you and the book? Well, uh, first thing I have to do is Google Deepak Writer. You'll find every single thing on Google about me. No, I'm just joking. But... <laughs> You can go, uh, you can look up my website. It's called Deepak Singh. That's my name. dot com. And or um, you, my, my, really, I'm uh, not joking. If you say Google Deepak Singh NPR or writer, oh, yeah. you'll find a lot of things on on the web. What made you decide to write this book? I mean, was it something you you thought all along I'm going to do? I'm going to you know document no. my journey. No, when I was working, I had no idea that I was going to write this book. I was just struggling on a daily basis. I did not even know that I would last the next month because my sales were rough, and I, I just also wasn't enjoying a lot. So when I was working, I had no thought about writing the book. But when I did finish the work and I went back to India after two years, and I thought about, look, you know, this is very, something very different that I've done. I don't know if I will do again. And so I wanted to write about all the experiences, all the things that I had learned, how the work had changed me, how it had changed my perspective. And I wanted to document it for myself and for my kids and maybe some of my relatives, my friends who can read my book and just see how I felt, how I thought, and what I became. Mm -hmm. I have to ask you, did anybody in India say, how come you're not using your MBA? I mean, you hear that all the time when people don't use their degree specifically or at that time. Well, they do, but they also understand it's the United States, you know. And mm -hmm. um, if you have an MBA from America, it's it's very, very, I mean, respected in India, but not so much the other way around. So they understood, like, you know, even though you're educated, your degree may not be, may not be valued at the same level. So 
I tried to use it. It didn't work. <laughs> Amazing. If you could give yourself any advice or mm-hmm. someone coming to this country, any advice, what would mm-hmm. that what advice be? The first advice, if you're coming here for the first time and you are just not coming as a tourist but to live here, the first thing is that whatever mental baggage, emotional baggage you have, have, please just leave it behind in your own country. Come here with an open mind. Be ready to start from the beginning and just be ready to work hard. And there's a lot to achieve here. But if you are constantly holding on to things that you had back in your own country and that may, like, you know, set you off a little bit. And uh, so keep an open mind, work hard things will get better. I think that's great advice. Yeah. So what's what's on the horizon for you? Well, I'm a writer now. I'm um, uh, going to school, actually, for oh. a creative writing program soon in, um, in September for a year. Fantastic. And I want to write more books about, I, li- I love America. I'm fascinated by the country. There's so much to write about. If you're a writer, America is a great place to be. Yes. And are you, are, where are you doing this, um, this program, creative writing program? Where? Yes. Boston University. Oh, I went to BU. You did? I uh, did. For an MFA or what? For what? <laughs> I went there for graduate school. Oh, nice. So you, you you think it's good? Should oh, go there? <laughs> I love BU. Oh, yeah. All right. If so can... I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> You're going to be there for a year? It's only a one-year. Uh, the MFA program is the one, uh, it's a one-year program. So, yes, I'm going to be there for the one-year program. Fantastic. Is that in the School of Education or what school? It's in the School of Arts. School of Arts. Wonderful. Yeah. And do you have a warm coat? <laughs> I do. Actually, I live in Maine. You're talking to me in Maine oh. right now. I'm wearing a heavy fleece right now in Maine. Where in Maine? <laughs> where, where in Brunswick, near Bowdoin College. I know where that is. Yeah, I have some yes, friends so in there. I've lived a lot of my life in America and cold mid- Midwest, you know, in Maine and Michigan, stuff like that. It's a beautiful country. It's a beautiful country. Isn't it? Well, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, give your website one more time where people can find you. It's uh, www.dpak.com. Okay. And again, you are on PRI. I'm on PRI as a world. I write for NPR, and I've written for New York Times, Atlantic, Boston Globe, books. Um, so shouldn't be that hard to look me up. Fantastic. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you so much, Janine, for having me. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Deepak Singh calling in to talk about his book, How May I Help You, An Immigrant's Journey from MBA to Minimum Wage. If you missed any part of this, there are links in a description about the book up on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org, and I'll put our conversation up on my blog within an hour or so after I wrap. So that's it for me. Sheldon Abbott is going to stand by and take over. Again, I want to mention we are on Twitter, KCI-FM. And we're on Facebook at KUCI 88.9, Tumblr, blog.kci.org, Instagram at KCI.fm. And if you want to find out about being a guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at KUCI.org. That's the hard part, spelling my name, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at KUCI.org. Have a great Monday, everybody, and I'll be back next week.